Hey folks, you own firearms? I do. Did you know that there's an easy way for you to let everyone around you quickly see whether your firearm is loaded or unloaded? Meet muzzle stick, barrel, and chamber flags. Muzzle stick, chamber, and barrel flags offer a way for anyone, whether they handle firearms or not, to quickly see the loaded or unloaded status of a firearm. That could save lives. Are you one of nearly 80% of firearms owners that keep a loaded gun out of the safe for personal protection? Well, Taking an extra precaution by using muzzle sticks, big bright barrel, and chamber flags will let everyone around you know if the firearm is loaded or unloaded. Muzzle stick does not recommend keeping a loaded firearm outside of a gun safe, but the reality is that some people do. And a clearly marked gun's status communicates to others around that may not have firearm handling experience and it is something that they would not want to handle. Muzzle stick is not intended to replace the rules of firearm safety. However, their chamber and barrel flags do offer firearms rapid clear identification, and that could save lives. It's time for you to do everything you can to be a safe and responsible firearms owner. Head over to muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com to place your order. One more time, that's muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com. After all, we only have one life to live. Hello, America, and happy Saturday. Uh, What a Friday we had. Special counsel Donald Trump winning a major victory in his January 6th case. So many things to process and digest. We've had you covered day and night with Just the News, and I hope you're proud of our coverage, and it's helpful making sense of things. We've had big guests, big names, all sorts of things. We've got a very important show for you today. We had some big names on the show last night. James Comer gave his only interview in the aftermath of this to us. He talks about escalating his investigation to include subpoenaing the president's bank and phone records and providing some immunity to witnesses to get them to flip and tell the truth. Those are major, major moments in the investigation, a sense of determination and escalation that I think is worth noting. So we're going to kick off the show today with the one and the only chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer. We've got a lot of news in that. You're not going to want to miss that. And then we'll take a break. Then we've got some other really good content ahead for you today. I'm really excited. Kevin Brock, the former intelligence chief of the FBI, he's got some very strong things to say, including as an FBI agent for a long time, as a man who assessed foreign intrusions into the United States, foreign bribery, foreign compromising, Kevin Brock says there is enough evidence now to open up a money laundering and illegal foreign lobbying investigation against the Biden family. That's a big deal. And then we'll finish up with my good friend, Seb Gorka, former Trump advisor, host of one of the great radio shows I love and podcasts and TV shows in America. Seb has some wisdom to summarize this week. So back to back to back today, we're going to start off with James Comer, exclusive interview. You're going to get new information about where the congressional investigation is going. Then we'll go to Kevin Brock, one of the most sage voices in law enforcement, a guy who understands what's wrong with the FBI, how we fix it, but also what the real liabilities are for the Biden family. We're going to have that, and then we'll finish up with Seb Gorka right after that. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with Chairman Comer after these messages. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, 
Those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax advantaged, aligned with your values and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Welcome back, America. Over the last few weeks, there's been some Republicans in Congress that left me scratching my head by saying, oh, we need a special counsel now in the Hunter Biden case. And I kept thinking, but that was not strange. But one man who kept speaking, speaking up kept saying, that's the wrong move. Well, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, a guy who knows this case better than anyone, Congressman James Gomer, he was right. But you know what? The other Republicans handed Merrick Garland a gift today, and he took it. He ran with it. He gave us a special counsel restarting the clock on the Hunter Biden case. We're very lucky to be joined by the chairman himself right now. Chairman Gomer, good to have you on, sir. Thanks for having me, John. You warned about this. You saw this moment coming. I know you saw it because you and I have talked about it. You saw it coming. Some Republicans played into the hand. Uh, uh, Merrick Garland runs with it. This is a real delay tactic, isn't it? it? Of course it is. It's another maneuver by the Justice Department to obstruct our investigation. Now, I find it odd that the day after I announced that we had put together a, a case that would win in court to subpoena Joe Biden's personal bank records, then lo and behold, Merrick Garland strikes again. I assumed he would try to indict Trump or something, but no, he appoints a special counsel and he appoints the same person who had supposedly been investigating Hunter Biden for five years, who let the statute of limitations expire on all of his obvious tax crimes, who tried to negotiate a sweetheart plea deal that let him off scot-free and less than two weeks later, after a judge rejects that sweetheart plea deal, Merrick Garland appoints him special counsel for the sole purpose to obstruct our credible, effective oversight house investigation of Biden corruption. Mm. 
Yes, sir. I think I think you were flying a little too close to the sun in, the, in this investigation. Uh, I know that, that David Weiss was supposed to come and testify before Congress. There were a lot of Republicans who had some very probing questions to ask him. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he ever will now or do you think he'll just be too busy? Well, I think that Jim Jordan and members of the Judiciary and Weaponization Committees will try to get him to come. But uh, he's going to use this as an excuse and say, well, I, I, I would, but, you know, there's this ongoing investigation that I'm in charge of. I mean, he's a joke. What he's done over the last five years is a joke. I don't see what granting him special counsel status would change. He already failed, and he failed miserably. And that's what the judge in Delaware said. But now Merrick Garland gives this guy, of all the people in the world, this guy the authority to have special counsel status? And, you know, when we go to court, what they're going to try to do is, is say, well, don't grant the Oversight Committee any more bank records. Don't grant the Oversight Committee uh, any more ability to talk to witnesses because we we are in charge now. We have this investigation. But luckily, our subpoena power is still intact. Uh, we've already been reviewing the rules, John and Amanda. We're going to continue to uh, exercise our subpoena power. Hopefully, when we move to impeachment inquiry, That'll be able to give us tools like granting immunity. If we could grant immunity, I think people like Devin Archer would have would have said a whole lot more. I think people like Eric Sherwood would tell a lot of things that uh, that the Bidens have done that we know they've done uh, that uh, everyone in America knows they've done. So I think that uh, we're going to be able to do some things that will help us continue to provide the American people with the facts. And and look, this is just another day in the office for us on the uh, oversight committee, the, the just, justice cabinet is going to continue to try to obstruct like they did today. Well, one thing is certain, sir, and I, I think it's really remarkable. For four years, this narrative didn't move very much. The Democrats owned it and they kept everyone pinned down. But when you got the whistleblowers, when you got the bank records, mm-hmm. when you brought forward Devin Archer last week, which <clears throat> I think has been a game changer in the public narrative, uh, th- this thing is starting to crap and I, crack. And I really want to ask something about where it heads next. There are there are disputes. Joe Biden said, I didn't get on the phone. There are phone records. The, uh, uh, Hunter Biden got a lot of money. You got to wonder, did Joe Biden ever borrow some of it or get some of it? Do you mm-hmm. go get bank records and phone records and other important records right now that go right to the heart issues of what Joe and Hunter were doing together? Absolutely. We've always wanted the, the credit cards from the shell companies. We've always wanted the phone records, which we ironically, a lot of the cell phones were paid for by the shell companies. So what we've had to do is we knew that this would end up in court and we put together a rock solid case that would win in court. Everything that we've done since uh, the end of January when we were granted uh, subpoena power, when I was granted subpoena power, was to put together a a case with facts, with hard evidence that would win in court. We didn't do things just to show about, just to go on TV, just to get a, a tweet with a bunch of retweets. We did things that would hold up in a court of law. And now we're at the point to where we put together a case where we have emails, we have text messages, we have pictures, we have bank records. Now we have sworn testimony from associates like Devin Archer. We are ready now to be able to subpoena the personal bank records of the Biden. What we've got now are their shady shell companies. Now we need the personal records because when we show those arrows, when we show that chart that shows China and Romania, and, and Russia and the arrows going to shell companies and then to the Biden's family. We think there may be another era beyond the Biden family, and that would go to 
Joe Biden himself. And that's what people have told us. That's what the emails suggest. And that's what we're trying to determine now. And that's where our investigation is headed. Uh, that's a big moment. Mr. Chairman, with uh, with respect to, I think, some of the intended consequences of this for Democrats, back when Democrats had the majority, they created this January 6th committee. And there were a number of unprecedented, um, unfortunate aspects to that committee. But something I don't mm -hmm. think they planned is something that I think that Republicans can now use because you know, Justice Department could say, well, you know, we we can't offer up witnesses or testimony or records because we have this parallel criminal investigation. But January 6th committee had access to practically anything they wanted. Oh, and by the way, they deleted a lot of the evidence since then. But is that something that you can use to say, no, 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 we need this. Give it to us. Don, I can't get anything past you and Amanda. You all are always one step ahead of everybody else. <laughs> uh, that was something that uh, we we were going to roll out here pretty soon. But you all are one step ahead of everyone. <laughs> Uh, yes, the January 6th committee continued to operate and investigate while a special counsel was ongoing. They set a lot of precedent during that uh, January 6th committee that I think they're going to regret with respect to this Biden investigation. So that is one of them. We are going to continue. I want everyone watching this show to rest assured that this will not stop us. This will not deter us. Every step of the way, the Department of Justice, the Secret Service, the IRS, the, uh, the the FBI, the Democrats on the Oversight Committee, the mainstream media have tried to obstruct this investigation, but we continue to produce. Uh, we're not doing it as quickly as, as I would like and a lot of people would like, but we produce hard facts every two weeks. And we're transparent with the media. We're transparent yes. with the American people. We're presenting the American people with the truth. And they realize the truth stinks here, that the Bidens are up to no good, that there's been a pay-to-play scheme that Joe Biden has lied numerous times to the American people about his involvement and knowledge in this team. And we're going to continue to move forward. We know where to go. We know where to look. And uh, unfortunately, uh, so do so do so does Merrick Garland and, and the uh, new special counsel. But we're going to beat them there and we're going to get the facts to the American people. Yeah, I'm certain of that, having watched the work over the last six months. So you have been relentless. Last question. Uh, there's going to be a superseding indictment now. They're going to take this case out of Delaware, according to the court records. They take it to Los Angeles and Washington, where they were turned down, according to the whistleblowers over. Beyond the tax charges, they could clearly go back with, based on your records now, and charge a tax conspiracy to 2014, because we know he didn't pay the money on the Burisma money. But you have raised really good questions about uh, violations of FARA in money laundering. Mm -hmm. Do you think, based on the evidence that you now have, that there are money laundering and FARA violations in addition to tax evasion? Yes, no doubt. 100 uh, percent certain that Hunter Biden committed uh, FARA violations and money laundering and many other tax evasion, wire fraud. I mean, the list goes on and on. But here's the important thing. I believe Joe Biden violated the FARA law. Because Joe Biden is clearly uh, communicated with all of these people. What is Joe Biden doing communicating with these people, period? These are bad people. Yeah. That's something that, that goes underreported. The people that sent the money, not only are they from adversarial countries, they're corrupt in corrupt countries. I mean, they, these people are so corrupt <laughs> in their home countries, they're trying to incarcerate them. They're either incarcerated in their home corrupt countries or they're on the run from being incarcerated in their home corrupt countries. So what is Joe Biden doing talking to these people? What is Joe Biden doing having dinner with these people? I mean, why is Joe Biden taking pictures with these people and, and, and uh, you know, meeting them in, in those countries? Yeah. These are questions that need to be asked. 
And and I think the American people, even some who were skeptical of our investigation in the beginning, realized that, uh, my goodness, not only has uh, the president's family committed a lot of crimes, but Joe Biden sure knew a whole lot more about it than he claimed. And, and another fact, if Joe Biden didn't know, which we know he did, then that's pretty sad that this guy is in charge of the nuclear code and in charge of our United States military if he didn't wonder why why does my son get this uh, my son the cocaine addict roll in in a $145,000 Porsche wonder where he got the money for that or or you know 21 million dollars in revenue from from adversaries around the world joe biden knew and i think the american people know that he knew and we're getting closer every day to uh, to showing that joe biden was the ringleader in this not hunter biden all right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our good friend Kevin Brock is going to join us, former FBI intelligence chief, I think one of the honest brokers in law enforcement. He's the sort of guy you want running law enforcement. He's going to tell us what he thinks about the Hunter Biden investigation, what charges really could be brought, not the ones that Weiss has been dragging his feet on. We'll have that right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. Welcome back, everybody. As you all know by now, my co-host, John Solomon, has been hot on the Biden corruption investigation trail for quite some time. And with Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer joining him, ever since the GOP took over the House, we are unraveling many more details even faster than what the Bidens could have ever expected. So just last night on our show, Congressman Comer declared that the DOJ and FBI have not cooperated and have obstructed every step of the way. And it begs the question, 
Has the FBI always been this way or have top level leadership recently adopted corrupt practices that filtered throughout the rest of the agency? Joining us now to walk through all of the latest is the FBI's former assistant director of Intel, Kevin Brock. Kevin, great to see you, sir. Welcome back. Great to see you, Amanda. Thanks for having me. Hi, John. We are happy to have you. And, you know, I I think much like COVID and the vaccines, whereas it caused a lot of Americans to start to question governmental health agencies and big pharma, there have been a number of instances, unfortunately, with the FBI over the last five, 10 years or so that have caused people to really question their long held high esteem that they had that they had for the FBI. So, you know, with with all the corrupt practices we've seen, of course, the FBI memos, the whistleblowers and their claims, uh, Christopher Ray possibly lying to Congress. Is this humans are fallible? We are political people. I know that people have always had political opinions, including FBI agents, but it seems to have reached a fever pitch. Is that the case? It sure has, undoubtedly, uh, more than I had ever seen it in my um, you know, 24 years in the FBI or predating that. Um you know, I've, I've said this before, I'll repeat it. Um, the number one job, I believe, of the FBI director is to make sure that the American people trust the FBI and that it is viewed as an objective, uh, unbiased investigative agency. Without that, if we have that, if we don't have that, then it's an imminent threat to our democracy. So it's vitally important. And and we're seeing instance indications that lead people to believe that there's two tracks of justice in the country. And it's hard to deny that when you really parse out the facts, as as John has done over the years, um, you know, it, it's you, you're wondering, OK, you've got all this investigative activity against uh, you know, Repu- people associated with the Republican Party or conservatives. Where is the corollary? Why aren't we not hearing equally as aggressive investigations against those who uh, hold um, Democrat or liberal or leftist views, uh, most notably Antifa and others. So, um, Amanda, you're exactly right. This is a this is a major raging wildfire in front of the FBI that they have to take steps to quell and comments of, you know, that we, you know, we can't comment on an official investigation aren't going to hold water anymore. There, there's going to have to be uh, an expectation of, of doing better. And I've, I've maintained, and I think Robert Mueller actually flirted with this for a while, that when it comes to a, a high level pro- public corruption cases, that the Bureau's policy does shift and that they acknowledge that there's an investigation that's ongoing because it's in the best interest of the, of the people of the United States. I'd like to see, uh, you know, that policy carried forward. I think there's a lot of people that like to see the policies of Robert Mueller back at the FBI. It ran differently than it does today. There's just not any doubt about it. Um, Kevin, I want to ask about something that seems like an extraordinarily, extraordinary unforced error. Um, we had testimony from Director Ray. He said, listen, the Richmond anti-Catholic memo was an isolated, isn't single FBI office. And they had a document they gave Congress. They redacted out the information. When they unredacted it, it turned out there were multiple FBI offices involved in the early part of forming in not only forming the memo, but forming an investigative plan to act on the memo. Directors don't make mistakes like that. It seems like an unforced answer. Why not just tell the public the truth the first time? Yeah, it appears that uh, in the memo itself, it references information that Richmond got from Portland FBI and Los Angeles FBI. It doesn't go into detail as to what that was. Matter of fact, the whole memo really doesn't go into detail to substantiate some of the allegations that they're collecting information or indicators that uh, radical, violent extremists are interested in 
uh, let's say, infiltrating uh, what right. is referred to as the radical uh, traditionalist uh, Catholic, which is a term that was invented by the Southern Poverty Law Center, as far as I can determine. There's, you know, there's there's no such thing as as that in the church, um, and so, yeah, it it it. it, it you know, this this was a dumpster fire from the get go. Uh, I think the director admitted that. But you don't want to mess around with this. You don't want to play cute with it. You know, yeah. if, if if it is a mistake, admit it's a mistake. Make sure that everybody understands it was a mistake and it's not going to be replicated and not acted on. You know, uh, traditional Catholics don't need the FBI um, you know, conducting investigations or even trying to recruit confidential human sources within that community. That's just, uh, it's a distasteful bridge too far. Yeah, good point. Kevin, I want to ask you about what we are learning out of the Biden family, their businesses, the money, the money gained from that. Um, Biden family has done a remarkable job of leaving breadcrumbs, whether it's on the IRS side where they are lining up a lot of the things that they found with Hunter Biden's own book, or some of the investigations and the, the results that have come forth from House Oversight and Judiciary judiciary with respect to what was found on the laptop. John's been reporting on elements of the laptop as well. Um, if you were one of the investigators on the Senate side for Senate Intel or on the House side, Oversight Judiciary, any of these committees that are looking into this, now, you know, with, with what has come out, with what's transcribed, uh, uh, transpired so far, where would you tell them to look next? Well, I think that... Um with the amount of money that they're uncovering, with the structured money laundering that's obviously been set up, uh, we can conclude but that Joe Biden and his family were for sale. And uh, there's certainly you know, reasonable suspicion to investigate based on those indicators. Um, but I'm thinking just the staggering amount of money uh, and hiding that amount of money uh, as an investigator, I'd want to know, does this conspiracy go broader than the, just the Biden family? Are there others in the in that administration at that time uh, that were benefiting from all of this activity? So uh, I'd widen the scope a little bit uh, and uh, start really digging and and following the money wherever it leads. Uh, and I frankly wouldn't be surprised if uh, if this has a, a broader parameters. I wanted to ask about FCPA. That was a law that the Obama Biden years actually. The Justice Department did a good job raising the profile of that, uh, looking at foreign bribery where money was changing hands. Is there elements of FCPA and the evidence that now we have public? Well, absolutely that, uh, uh, as well as the fair violations that were never charged. Um, and um, and then at its heart, the guts of it is, uh, you know, Title 18 to I think it's 262, the bribery charge, bri the bribery statutes. Um, and, and now, you know, can we even believe that there's anybody in America that doesn't think that the Biden family was involved in corrupt practices? Even the Democrats are coming around to realize that they've got to come up with flimsy excuses such as a, a yeah. illusion of influence and 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 uh, that that type of thing. But no criminal activity uh, that doesn't get them away from the statute. Uh, there's there's still there's still a lot of um, indicators here that the Bidens are are in trouble. Now, whether anything's going to be done about it, John and Amanda, I don't know. You know, we've got a track record here lately where people are just aren't held accountable. Uh, and, mm -hmm. you know, you know, whether whether these glaring blinking red lights of corruption with that family uh, is ever brought to justice is, is going to be a very interesting thing to watch. 
Kevin, very quickly before we go, um, especially on the heels of Sound of Freedom, the movie about human trafficking having so much success. We've heard uh, mainstream media and a lot of people criticize the fact that 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 movie you know, portrayed it to be worse than what it actually is. And I'll, I'll couple that with the notion that the rank and file members of the FBI do good work every single day. We just found out recently that the FBI found 200 sex trafficking victims, 59 missing children uh, in, in a large scale sweep. They're still doing the hard work, even though the people at the top, the brass, plenty of room for criticism. But the rank and file men and women, they're still doing really good police work. And we lost two FBI agents last year because of one of those cases and that led to the uh, to the uh, operation that was concluded this week between the United States and, and, and Australia and is on the heels of another operation that happened a couple of weeks ago, um, operation I think it was called Cross Country. Um, this is a wildfire. I, you know, I haven't seen Sound of Freedom, but I can almost assure your your audience that whatever they saw there, it's worse in in reality yeah. and um yeah. human trafficking the exploitation of children is is so mind-numbingly uh you know, d- devastating folks we got one more good one seb gorka my good friend former trump advisor great national security thinker great big picture thinking about the state of america he's going to join us to wrap up the show right after these messages Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule, that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. 
Welcome back, America. With all that has already transpired within the 2024 election cycle, the possibilities of who we will see on the debate stage in Milwaukee in two weeks and what will come for those who did not make it are absolutely endless. And we have the perfect guest who always has his finger on the pulse of elections and the ongoing corruption from within our federal government. He is the host of America First and one of our good friends, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, joins us now. Seb, great to see you, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. Great to be back. Yeah. All right. I mean, we are in full swing of the 2024 election cycle. Primaries technically haven't even started, but we've got debate coming in two weeks. Ron DeSantis just fired his campaign manager. This is, what, two weeks after he let go of another 40 percent of his campaign staff. Now, I have heard that in 2018, when he ran for governor, he kind of did a political cleaning house then, too. Do you think that this forebodes of anything we should pay attention to? Well, I think so. I mean, it's a fascinating case study in how not to run a campaign. Uh, you know, we were predicting this from the get-go. If you're smart, I was saying on my show, you know, a, a year ago, if the governor of Florida is smart, he doesn't go up against President Trump, who really made him governor in the primary and then in the general. Uh, you campaign to become his vice president. You campaign to be a member of the cabinet. And then you can just slide into the top slot in 2020. Uh, on on the flip side, he's done the opposite. He's gone after President Trump. He's attacked him from the right, which is very strange. I mean, to attack President Trump on pro-life issues, despite the fact that he gave us three Supreme Court associate justices that struck down Roe v. Wade, he's the only sitting president to ever address the March for Life. It smacks of a communications team that just doesn't get it. And this little shakeup, really, he, does, he hasn't got rid of Jeff Roe, and he has brought anybody in who who really understands the base you you can't you can't be the republic look politics change forever you guys know this more than anybody else politics change forever in america in 2015 and 2016 yeah. okay the, the the right is done with professional politicians that's why they for the first time in history elected a non-politician who'd never served in dc to the top seat in the land so the idea that you don't bring in somebody who represents or at least understands maga into your your team means that he probably is still going to flounder. Yeah, it does seem to be the case. We're shuffling the chairs on the deck, but it's not really making a difference to the course of the ship. There's no doubt about it. Um, speaking of political, uh, per, uh, pers- permanent politicians, Mike Pence gave us a dose of permanent politicians the last couple of days. He came out when the uh, new indictment of January 6th came out and said, I was always against Donald Trump. I never believed that stuff. But his own words from January 4th, the Georgia show, he clearly was espousing the exact same thing. Uh, it comes with a consequence. A couple of days later, his former national security advisor, Keith Kellogg, a respected general, uh, says, hey, I'm a little concerned about Mike Pence. I'm with Donald Trump. How da- damaging was uh, that declaration by Kellogg, but also just the opposite? of Mike Pence disowning what he said himself. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> inside baseball here, I, I'm quite surprised that General Kellogg did that. I'm not a big fan of the generals. I worked with him in the White House. He's a, an individual who, as a Green Beret, fell short of the honor standards of the Green Berets. He didn't stand up for members of his NSC team when they needed to be protected from the CIA. So uh, Kellogg, for me, is, you know, n- not number one in my popularity list there. But, if it, but however, this hurts uh, the vice president. Kellogg worked for him. Uh, 
It doesn't look good. But again, this is this is this is personal for me. I mean, I'm kind of I don't know what to do with this, John. Mike Pence was really good to me in the White House as vice president. He was polite. He asked my opinion when he didn't have to. Um, he acted honorably in front of me. And then to see what he's done to himself in just the last you know six, seven months, um, he's constantly misrepresenting what happened before January 6th and on January 6th. No, nobody, nobody in the Trump campaign, nobody in the White House, none of his attorneys told Mike, you have to overturn the election. That's garbage. That's garbage. But he is the then president of the Senate. He can he can cast tiebreaker votes, and the other power he has is to send problematic electoral college results back to states for recertification. That's all the president wanted him to do. In those four battleground states where the vote magically flipped over the course of a few hours from President Trump to Biden, we just wanted Mike to send them back to Pennsylvania, send them back to Georgia and say, hey, Mr. Governor, hey, State House, could you re-verify these results? That was his constitutional mandate and his duty. He didn't do it. He became afraid on January 6th. And now, sadly, John, he's misrepresenting what happened that day. And as a result, I think I can say this with certitude, Mike Pence's political future, his career is dead in the water. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate to see the way that was so mischaracterized. Like you said, President Trump wasn't asking him to change the results of anything. He just wanted him to send it back to the states. Uh, but I want to shift gears to Charles McGonigal. And, 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 only, only, in tho- and only, only in those states that were problematic. Right, right. That's all we wanted Mike to do. Questions. That's all we wanted him to do. Yeah. 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 And and we now know that that up until the night before, they were still leading a police like investigation into dozens upon dozens of questions into those elections. So uh, some big news of today, Charles McGonigal, the former senior FBI agent who I think was one of the chief screamers of Russia, Russia, Russia collusion, accusing President Trump of colluding with Russia. But... Now he has changed his mind from not guilty to possibly guilty in basically being a Russian agent for working for uh, a, a Russian oligarch on the sanction list, possibly laundering money, allegedly laundering money for him. I do know that Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, one of those rules is to turn things around, twist it and blame your opponent for what you are doing. And it feels like we see this time and time again. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's my, my friend, my Salem colleague, Dennis Prager's rule. Whatever the left is accusing you of doing, they're actually doing themselves. So that's, that's Dennis's very <laughs> sagacious advice. Look, on this issue, Amanda, you know, you should be interviewing your co-host, John. Nobody knows more about, you know, Russia collusion, the Russia hoax uh, than John. And he's been doing the lion's <laughs> share of the investigative work for the last six years. But let, let's just sum it up in, in a... I guess, ironic fashion, the organization, the deep state actors who accused my former boss for six years and still are accusing him of colluding with Russia, they were the ones colluding with Russia. So let's be clear, McGonagall was the central figure in Operation Crossfire Hurricane. Operation Crossfire Hurricane, which is the first ever secret tri-agency operation between the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA to spy 
not only on a presidential campaign, but on a presidential administration, our administration. So this is the tip of the iceberg. I don't expect any justice to be brought whilst Merrick Garland is the attorney general, but at least maybe some facts will come out. And then, God willing, if we get President Trump back in the White House and maybe somebody like, oh, I don't know, Cash Patel as the attorney general, uh, people will pay a price for... Um, for swearing their oath to the U.S. Constitution, starting with Brennan, Comey, McCabe, Stroke, and the rest, including McGonagall. Uh, Seb, there was an interesting uh, point in our interview with Austin Scott in the last segment where he said, I just think they're trying to get a process crime against the president of Democrats, he said, so yeah. that they can negate his ability to run in certain states. I know a lot of people are saying that important when it comes from a congressman. Your thoughts on what Congressman Scott told us? I think it's clear that the hatred, the vituperation ha has gone beyond any rational calculation. They really want President Trump in prison because they don't have the cover of COVID. They don't have the capacity to mail out tens of millions of ballots and then, you know, rig an election in cities where they've been rigging elections for years. Let's not, you know, beat about the bush, whether it's Philly, whether it's Baltimore, whether it's Chicago. They've been messing with elections since Joe Kennedy bought the election for his son. JFK in, in Chicago. So this is this is not news. However, the delightful thing about how extreme the left has become is that they're radical, they're extremists, but they're also imbeciles. They haven't read the Constitution. The Constitution is clear. There's only three requirements for the presidency. Number one, you have to be in your 30s. You have to be a natural born citizen. Number two and number three, you have to be resident in the United States for at least 14 years cons uh, consecutively. <laughs> President Trump is all of those things. So even if they manage to convict him, they're not going to stop him. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll have another great edition on Sunday morning. If you're going to spend some time this weekend losing out one more time, we got it for you. We've got a great show. Austin Scott, the amazing Alan Dershowitz with some very important legal analysis. Cash Patel is going to be there. we got some really good folks to take us in. And Dr. Harvey Risch, one of my great favorites. What a great weekend we got for you for Sunday. Don't go anywhere. Until then, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in on Saturday. We're always so grateful. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews 
One more time, hillsdale.edu slash just news. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.